Okay, so let's just be real here. You don't want to be taken for granted by a guy. You want to be in a relationship where you're loved and you're seen and you feel like you're important to someone. You feel like he really cares about you. I don't want you to be taken for granted by a guy. Guys don't want to take you for granted. Really, nobody wants you to be taken for granted at all, right? Like guys like it a lot more when they appreciate you and value you. Like everybody prefers that. And so today there's there's a lot of di- look, I'm not going to I'm not going to dismiss anything that a guy does, right? Like guys they they can do things that you don't like and um you know, they can take you for granted and I'm not going to dismiss that. However, I want to make sure that you are taking ownership of your part and what you can do to make sure that you get into and stay in a great relationship. You get into a relationship where you're valued and seen and you make sure that that doesn't go away for, especially for no good reason, right? For something that that you can prevent. One of the things that I used to find when I was in the men's dating industry and one of the challenges that a lot of guys have is that they'll meet a girl that they really like and everything, they get along really, really well with each other. And what I found is that usually the reason that it doesn't work up, work out is because they do something to screw it up with the woman. And it's actually the same in the women's side, right? Like, um, it, it, a lot of times it, it like your personality your natural personality he wants to connect with that but it, we have these things that go on inside of us and a lot of times it's our insecurities sometimes it's you know just different things where we uh, are, are past right like past hurts that we have so we're we're hurt and we want to protect ourselves and so we do all these different things or or maybe we we come from a space where we feel like we aren't loved or we're not good enough or something like that. And so we do all these different things to try to prove that we should be loved or that we can be loved or try to get a guy to love us. And a lot of times it's those things that prevent him from actually loving you or having a, uh, you know, on the men's side in that case, you know, having a girl love them. And, and if you kind of got out of the way, out of your own way and pushed all these things that you do that actually push a guy further away from you out of the way, it's a lot easier for him to connect with you and love you. That's one of the reasons I talk about leaning back and all those different things because a lot of times it's, you know, we feel like we have to do something or you feel like you have to do something in order to get love or to prove something or in order for something to go right and really uh, it's usually the opposite. You just need to stop doing something or just um, lean back, chill out, relax, let go, and just let things happen. And that's when thing the magic usually happens. That's, that's when a lot of women turn things around. And so today I'm going to talk about four big mistakes that women make who end up getting taken for granted by men and what you can do to make sure that you that doesn't happen and instead you're loved and valued and appreciated. My name is Matthew Coast and welcome to Commitment Connection. And if uh, you don't have my program yet, you can go check it out. It's over at theforeverwomanformula.com. If you like my work, if you like what I'm doing, um, one of the best ways to support me and what I'm doing is to join our program and join our community. 
and share this video if at all possible with a woman that might need it. If you know someone who, who's in a situation where she might need this help or some work or whatever uh, that I'm doing, uh, please share the videos because that's um, really one of the best ways that we can help as many women as possible. So what are some of the ways that women behave that end up getting taken for granted for by men and a lot of times they think that they're doing something that's helping them but it's actually hurting them and pushing the guy that's in their life away um, okay so and if you're here with us right now make sure that you say hi in the chat and let us know where in the world you're watching this from it's really cool seeing women all over the world watching our live streams it's really awesome so uh, number one, the first thing that women do to that who kind of get taken for granted by men is being way too available. And so what this looks like is always being around, always being available, always being there, having nothing else going on in your life except for him, like basically smothering him with text messages, with being around him, with being at his beck and call, being always available, always being there. And usually this ends up coming from a space of fear, right? Fear of not being enough, of, of not being important, of not uh, being valuable enough, thinking that you're not really valuable enough. And so you try to prove that you are by doing all these things for him. And a lot of times I'll hear women say things like, I gave my everything to this guy, right? And he still took me for granted. And this is usually that case, right? They, it, It's a very noble thing. And, and looking at, I mean, it's really cool that you can give so much of yourself to a relationship. But especially in the early stages and even on into the relationship, you need to have a little bit of scarcity. It's something that I call the scarcity principle. I talk about this in the Forever Woman program. And you know, most of the women that I talk to err on the side of being way too available and you know, becoming the social planner of his life, doing everything for him, smothering him, trying to figure out where he is and doing all that kind of stuff. And, and what you want to do is uh, you want to lean back. Right, you want to give him some space, and and I talked about this in my leaning back video as well. But you don't want to be too unavailable either, right? There's a healthy middle ground. Like you don't want to be way on the side of being super available, and you're always around, and you're always there, and you're in front of them, and you're doing all these things for them. And you also don't want to be on the side of being completely unavailable and not around, and he can't even get into a relationship with you because you know you only have these small windows of opportunity for him to even be there and it doesn't really work out for him, right? And I've seen both with women and so you want to have a middle ground, right? Where you have your own life and you have things going on in your life and you're healthy and, and you make yourself happy and, and you, you think of yourself as a valuable, amazing, incredible woman and you have things going on in your life that you love, your own passions, your own things that, that you really like. And you still have a uh, ability to connect with a guy and be there with him and uh, experience different things with him. So that's number one, being way too available. Number two is having no standards. And what this looks like usually is letting a guy walk all over you or them and 
it, you know, having no opinions, having no likes, having no dislikes, having no preferences, having no standards that he has to get to or having a standard, but then allowing him to walk all over that standard or push past that standard or not holding on to your boundaries or something like that, right? And, and what ends up happening is a guy just, he, he doesn't feel like you really uh, are, are certain in yourself. He feels like you put him on a pedestal. And the thing that I talk about is the law of belief transference, right? You might have heard me, if you've watched some of my videos, you've heard of this before. And if you haven't, what it means is that whoever has the strongest belief about something is the one that transfers that belief to the other person. So if you believe deep inside that you aren't worthy, that you're not good enough, that you can't keep a man, that no man will ever love you, that you know no good men are out there, whatever those false beliefs are that you have, if you believe those beliefs stronger than he believes something else, about the situation. Like if he believes that you're amazing and valuable and awesome and wonderful, but you believe stronger than he does that you're not, you will transfer your belief over to him and he will start believing the same thing that you do. And what ends up happening is he ends up feeling like he's that, that, that is true, right? That you're not that valuable to him and he ends up taking you for granted and doing a whole bunch of things that you don't want him to do and he doesn't even necessarily want him to do but he does it because it's 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 difficult for him to do anything else because you're pushing that belief onto him so much just by being around him because your your belief systems kind of leak out in you and around you and to the world around you which is why I talk about you know the the three different aspects of making sure that you you know believe something that you communicate something that you've created a lifestyle around that so that when you're out there in the world it's like you can communicate that you're a high value woman but if you don't believe deep inside that you're a high value woman eventually that will seep out and it, it will go on to other people and you'll start behaving in a way even if you don't want to of a woman who doesn't believe that she's really that valuable and so what you need to do is, one, you need to change your belief systems and create beliefs within yourself where you believe that you're really a, a powerful, amazing, awesome woman who deserves the man and the relationship that you absolutely want. And you need to make sure that you have standards and you have preferences that he can live up to and that show him, you know, and that you, you hold to so that he can, he can kind of strive to meet those standards and those preferences. Okay, and so number three is chasing men who aren't interested. I get women who do this all the time. There's a woman in our community the other day who was asking if she should chase a man. And, and one thing that I do want to say is that if a man is moving towards you, if he is chasing you, if there's a movement forward towards you and he's all over you and he's talking to you and he's doing all these things for you, you can get away with a lot. But if he's not... If he's pulling away and he's backing off and he's not really that interested and you're moving forward towards him, what you're going to do is just chase him away. It's And that's just how it works, right? Like if a guy is chasing you and you're not interested, he will chase you away and you'll do the same thing with a guy if he's not interested in you. So you have to make sure that you show interest in a man, but you're not chasing him around, right? You want to... You wanna 
like drop, I call them like breadcrumbs or whatever, right? And, and show him that you're interested and that you want him and you want him to chase you, but don't, uh, don't chase him, right? Show interest, but don't chase. And the, the best thing that you can do with this is creating abundance. And I talk all about this as well in the Forever Woman program. You want to create an abundance of connection and an, an abundance of options. And once you do that, you'll, you'll, it, it's a lot easier for you to not even think about it and not feel like you want to chase guys because you'll have an abundance of different options there and you'll be sitting back and waiting for guys to to come and chase you. You'll be leaning back and allowing guys to come and chase you and the right guys to step up. You know, if, if he's interested, he will step up and try to pursue something more with you. And, you know, if, if a guy goes away for days at a time or something like that, just leave him be, just let him be, right? But you also don't want to be in a situation where sometimes I'll hear these women in our community and they'll say things like, you know, I'm leaning back and he's leaning back or she'll be like, oh, he ghosted me, right? And I'll be like, well, you know, did you, have you messaged him at all? And she's like, no. And it's like, well, you know, is maybe you, he thinks that you ghosted him, right? Because <laughs> you both aren't communicating with each other. And, and it's one of those things where a lot of times women will go to the extremes, right? They'll go from like chasing a dude and being all over him to doing absolutely nothing, and like I said, with everything else, there's a middle ground there that you really want to be in. That's, that's where all the magic happens. The magic happens in the middle. Remember that. The magic happens in the middle. And so you can connect with a guy. You can reach out. You can initiate contact with him if he's been reaching out and initiating contact with you. If he hasn't been, then you can get yourself into a lot of trouble because then you end up chasing a guy who's not interested, just like I said. If you get what I'm talking about right here, make sure that you say, I get it in the chat. If you don't get what I'm talking about or if you have questions about it, make sure that you ask your questions in the chat and I will get to them in a little bit here. And so the last one is allowing men in who only want hookups, right? And basically what this does is it makes you unavailable for good men. And I hear women in our community who do this all the time and they're like, oh yeah, I've been, you know, in this friend with benefits, casual relationship, situationship for you know, however many years or whatever. And really all it does, and it's fine, you know, if, if you want to do that, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you not to, but I don't recommend it. I don't recommend that you sleep around because what ends up happening is that you end up not being available for a good man who ends up coming around or you end up getting attached to a man who isn't really what you want or isn't really available for what you want. And I see that with women all the time, right? They, they end up getting attached to some guy and he's a porn addict or a drug addict or a, you know, alcohol abuser, or he's emotionally unavailable, or he's a wounded bird, or he's, you know, any of those kinds of things that are out there. And then they're like, well, what do I do to fix them? And it's like, well, why are you trying to fix them? Well, we were in this casual and then I fell in love and now I'm attached. And it's like, okay, you know, if, my suggestion is that you don't sleep around, don't get into those kinds of situations because that's, you know, I hear a lot of women that talk about this stuff, especially now, and, and it's actually on the men's side as well. A lot of men out there, I was just talking to a friend of mine who, was, who went out on a date with a guy and the guy was like, he was from 
Peru or something like that. And he was complaining to her that all the women that he meets just want hookups and they just want to sleep around and they don't want real relationships anymore. And it was kind of funny to hear that because, you know, we hear that so many times in, in the women's side of the community. It's, but it's on both sides, right? People are complaining. Everybody's just, we're in the hookup culture. We're in the age of the hookup culture. And if you want to stay out of it, if you want to get into a real relationship, if you want something where a man values you and sees you and thinks you're an absolutely amazing woman, my suggestion is that you don't sleep around. It is possible that you can get there by sleeping around but it's far less likely than if you follow my system, for instance, in the Forever Woman formula. Go to theforeverwomanformula.com. You can get the whole system there for free. My suggestion is that you use it. Okay, next we're, we're going to do question and answer here. I'll go through and see what kind of questions everybody has, see how many people are here chatting today. And uh, so again, the four biggest mistakes are one, being way too available, right? Always being around, having nothing else going on in your life. Two is having no standards, right? Letting a guy walk all over you because you don't uphold any kind of standards that you might have or having no preferences. And I talk a lot about that in the chasing stuff that I do. Uh, Chasing men who aren't interested, right? Like you don't want to chase a guy who's not interested. You want men to be chasing you. You want them to come to you. You can show interest. Just don't chase any guys. And the last one is allowing men in who only want hookups. My suggestion is that you do not sleep around. Too many women are in too many bad situations because they sleep around. Because some people out there, I guess there's some dating advice people out there who are suggesting that. I do not suggest that. I recommend that you stay out of the hookup culture and that instead you... You just don't sleep around and and you wait for a real connection with a guy who meets your standards and who chases you and pursues you and who wants the type of relationship that you want and who has an emotional connection with you. Okay, so what kind of questions do you have? If you have any questions, make sure you ask them in the chat and I will go through the chat and I will go through all the different questions that everybody has. Helena Hartz says, hey, Matt, you're the best. I think you're the best too, Helena. Thanks for being here. Sissy says, hi, Matt. Hey, Merry Christmas. Got lots of Merry Christmases. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas tomorrow in case you're watching this on the replay. So hello, hello, hello. Merry Christmas. Let's see. Clicks Madre says, been watching Matt, Helene, and Adrian for about a week. Love you guys. Thank you. I love you too. You, everybody here who is watching and a part of our community, you are the best part of our community. We have the best women in the world as a part of our community. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I think you're absolutely wonderful. Iris says, hi from Texas. Been dating a guy for three months and he pulled Pulls away at times, and yes, I'm way too available for him. I even cater to his every need, just don't know how to be different. Well, how do you be different is to lean back and do what I talk about in the Forever Woman program, create scarcity. I talk about the the scarcity principle in the Forever Woman program, and that's what I suggest that you do, is you create some scarcity so that he... It's like a diamond, right? So why, why do people... 
why do people value diamonds? People value diamonds the same reason that people value, that men value women. And it's that, you know, diamonds are rare, they're scarce, they're beautiful, they're difficult to obtain, right? And you want to have all the same ingredients as a diamond. And the more you have those same ingredients, the more valuable he will see you as. And so that's what the Forever Woman program is all about, is helping you see yourself as the diamond and helping you create the the communication and the environment so that he sees that you're the diamond and then he values you as the diamond. So my suggestion is that you go to theforeverwomanformula.com and check out getting my program there for free. There should be a link above or below this video depending on where you're watching it from. So hello, hello, hello. Bev says, but what do you do if you lay back and then they want to know why you aren't available? Well, you need to communicate. I talk, I talk all about this, about how to do this as well in the Forever Woman program. You need to communicate what's going on with you. And so if you just disappear all of a sudden, he's going to think that you're either one, cheating on him if you're in a relationship or two not interested anymore in seeing other guys and you don't want him to think those things right instead you want him to so there's kind of this thing out there it's called jealousy right like people want to do like jealousy things and make guys jealous and all that kind of stuff and and the worst way to do it is try to make guys jealous of another guy instead what you want to do is make him jealous of your of other things, right? Other things getting your time. Because what jealousy does, if it's subtle, is it makes a guy compete. And if you want him to compete, you don't want him to be competing with other guys necessarily. You want him to be competing for your time. Uh, that's a far more, uh, far healthier thing for him to be jealous about. And then you don't end up screwing it up and throwing other guys in his face and him thinking that you're a horrible human being. And so, you definitely want to do that. You definitely want to communicate what's going on with you so that he thinks he needs to step up, right? And start pulling you in more because you're unavailable and doing these other things. And he's like, wow, you have an amazing, awesome life and you're so into it. And how can I compete with this? Well, the only way I can compete is if I step up and make sure that I'm taking you off the dating market and that I'm chasing and pursuing you and that I'm impressing you and doing all all the things that you want him to do in order to be invested and in feeling like he wants to commit to you. And the way that you do that is by communicating what's going on and then creating that scarcity. And so, like I said, I talk about it in the Forever Woman program, the foreverwomanformula.com. Go, go there and do that. Misty Bush says, love his mind. Thanks for sharing, Matthew. You're welcome. Amal says, talk more about how to love ourselves. Well, that's a pretty big topic. I'm about to start creating a, some programs here about exactly how to and taking you through a process that I have for loving yourself. It's called shadow work. But basically, the, the base level of 
loving yourself is really acceptance, right? Full acceptance of who you are, your good side and your bad side. A lot of times what people will do is they will find that they have this this side of themselves that they're embarrassed of or they're ashamed of or they don't want to talk about or they don't want to tell people about. And so they push that side of themselves away and they don't tell anybody about it and they pretend it's not a part of them, but it keeps creeping up, right? And, and it's this side where you feel like you're not good enough and you're not, you're not worthy. You're not somebody who deserves a great man. And, and once you accept that side and pull that side in and love that side of yourself, all of a sudden that side loses its energy and it's a lot easier to control that side and not allow that side to kind of take over and control you, right? Which is what ends up happening if you push it away. And there's another side of it as well, though, which is the side where you see your own greatness. You see how amazing and beautiful and wonderful you are. And a lot of times people, women, will push that side away from them as well because they feel like, you know, they don't deserve it or that's not really who they are or, you know, all these other things where, where they don't recognize their own greatness and their own, their own beauty, their own majestic nature, right? And so you need to pull both of those sides in. And once you do that, you create this, this experience of being whole, this wholeness experience where you, when you come from that space all of a sudden, it's so much easier to to uh, get rid of people who don't love you, right, or who treat you badly. It's it's not even a question anymore. If somebody treats you badly, you're like, okay, get out of my life. I don't want you anywhere near me because because I only want people who recognize this amazing human being that I am as well, right? Not from a like a narcissistic point of view, but from a, a point of view of of confidence and knowing that that you are a great human being that uh, is worthy of love and is wor- and is ready to give love and spread your amazingness around the world. And with, you know, a great partner and, and give to a partner who's, who's also worthy and deserving of that as well. And so I hope that answers your question. I could talk about that forever. So Lala says, can you talk about narcissistic traits, please? That is the key. Well, that's also a big topic. I'll probably end up doing some videos on narcissistic traits here in the future. My suggestion, though, is that you replace the word narcissistic with toxic. Because what ends up happening, My, I was just talking to my brother about this because he just got out of a relationship and he watched some video about narcissistic traits and now it's like it's like he's, he's seeing narcissistic traits everywhere and every woman he's ever dated is a narcissist and then all women became narcissists to him and then, you know, we, he had this realization when we were talking that, uh, you know, a lot of those traits are, some of those traits are in everybody, right? Because it's, they're just traits that people have. And if you look at them as single individual traits, sometimes it might be healthy, it might not be healthy, but you can't really call a person a narcissist just because they have one trait. And what it ends up doing is objectifying and dehumanizing people, which ends up uh, just 
creating bad relationships and and a uh, a challenge. I mean, there there are a lot of narcissistic people out there. Uh, if you go by the kind of traditional definition and not the clinical definition of narcissism, but like I said, that's a huge topic, and I'll probably do some videos later on it. Okay, so it's a beautiful day, says, great point. I was the woman who didn't feel worthy and put the man on a pedestal. In 2019, I was the chaser. I chased him away. These points are for me. All right, well, and hopefully what you'll end up doing is stop chasing guys away and start instead allowing men to come and chase you. And it, like I said, if you want to do that, you should go check out my program, the Forever Woman program. It's a great program there. So let's see. Megan says, my boyfriend of one year is a single dad and depressed due to numerous negative life events. He has been withdrawn but assures me that he wants me in his life. I don't live with him. How often should I reach out? Well, the real question is, is he reaching out, right? Like what's going on there? You know, the other thing that I would question is you know what's going on with you and him right he's a single dad he's depressed due to numerous negative events right so you know one of the questions that I'd have for you is is this guy a wounded bird that you're trying to like heal and help him right Um, because that happens a lot with women because so many women come from this space of being really caring and really loving and really nurturing and so they want to help guys out right and you'll find these wounded bird situations where women are trying to like heal some guy and sometimes it can work right sometimes you can inspire a man to kind of heal through his own stuff but that's usually not the case usually what the case is is that you end up enabling him and preventing him from healing because what a lot of guys do is they end up healing their past wounds so that they can be with a great woman. And so if you end up fulfilling all of his needs by being with him before he's healed, what ends up happening with a lot of guys is that they stop you know, healing themselves. And what it sounds like here is you're saying, how often should I reach out? Which to me is kind of a a little signal, a little flag that says, well, you know, how often is he reaching out? And why are you even asking about that? Right? Is he reaching out to you? And if he's not reaching out to you, that should be a question about like, what's really going on here? Are you chasing a man who's not really that interested? Or are you enabling a guy who's a wounded bird? You know, what's going on there? But if you want a textbook answer about what it is, and how often you should be reaching out, you should be reaching out no more than 50% of the time. He should be reaching out 50% of the time and you should be reaching out no more than 50% of the time. Ideally somewhere between 50 and 20%. Uh, you know, in some certain circumstances, it is okay to do that more often. But for the most part, if you're here and you're trying to get advice and you feel like there's something wrong, you should be reaching out less than 50% of the time. And you should be encouraging him to reach out more to you. So Iris says, Iris from Texas, been dating a man for three months. We spend every other day together, but at times he sends me mixed signals because then he pulls away. I don't get it. I'm so good to him. Yep. Joe Max says, what about long-distance relationships? What about long-distance relationships, Joe Max? A lot of this stuff is in the same 
kind of realm of long distance relationships. Long distance relationships are a little bit more challenging. Here's so since you asked about long distance relationships, and even though that was all you said was what about long distance relationships, I will give you a little nugget on long distance relationships. And this gold nugget that I'm going to give you is the question about what makes a guy feel loved. And I'm just going to assume that you're actually in a relationship and this isn't some kind of online thing where you've never actually met the guy before and that you're not actually in a relationship, but that you are in a relationship and that you guys see each other hopefully at least once a month, if not more than that. And what I would say is one of the most powerful things that you can give to a man in a long-distance relationship is asking him what you do that makes him feel loved, right? And, and when you're connecting with a guy in a long-distance relationship and you ask him that question, he, he gets a chance to kind of tell you what what's good for him and what's not good for him. And... You want to hear that because you, you know, if you're connecting with a guy long distance and he's not feeling like he's being loved from a distance and you feel like you're loving him, it can be a huge mismatch, right? There's the Five Love Languages book and that's a great book, but it's kind of generic and it's, it's things, it's good for kind of setting up different categories of what things could be valuable, but there's, you know, for each person, there's an individual thing that, that they really love, right? That they really appreciate that, that makes them feel loved. And that can be kind of outside of the five love languages stuff. And so the best way to find out what that is for him is to actually ask him how, uh, like what you do that makes him feel loved. All right, let's see. What else do we have here? More happy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kia says, standards. I agree. Standards. Have standards. Jenna Marie says, does the Get the Guy program work if you were just dating four months? We had a great connection but ended things because he said he wasn't ready for a committed relationship yet. He's only divorced one year and... I three years we have had contact bit minimal now I'm doing your program and waiting out 21 days with no contact yeah what I suggest for everybody is that you get the forever woman program because that gives my main principles for everything you can go get it for free at the foreverwomanformula.com you know and if you that's stuff that you absolutely need to know about all that stuff in there is stuff that you need to know regardless of what kind of a situation you're in and I'm going to be putting out some new programs here in the near future about different scenarios and different situations from long distance to uh, uh, I'm putting together a new one about getting your ex back and you know some new programs about connecting with a man's heart and you know uh, getting a guy to fall in love and and uh, all kinds of different things like that and so um, just watch out for those things. So it's a beautiful day. I was chasing what turned out to be a barfly. In the end, I chased him away, but it was my blessing because he was a bar harem. Yeah, you know, it's definitely something that you want to think about. Joe Max says, the separation of long distance and adult responsibility 
are making our relationship frustrating and cause constant stress and arguments. Yep, that can definitely happen for sure. Like I said, do what I was talking about earlier and that will help you out a lot. Because, you know, if you're doing a whole bunch of things and and it's not really connecting with him and he's not feeling seen or he's not feeling heard or he's not feeling like he's, you know, really connecting with you, then, you know, you guys might be doing all these things and you think you're trying to, you know, get somewhere with this relationship, but it's going nowhere because you're going in the wrong direction. Michelle says, didn't text him today. He didn't come around he didn't come round X took. Not sure what that means. Iris says, it's so hard to say anything to him because I don't want him to run from me, but I get so hurt because I'm so good to him and he is just so reserved. The only time I get affection is in the bedroom. Yeah. You definitely need, you definitely, Iris, you definitely have a communication problem there. And so you, you have some, you have some work to do. You need to, have some communication. You need to make sure that you're doing what I talk about in the Forever Woman program. And you need to, you know, talk about what's going on with each other so that you're not, you're not feeling like you're being neglected in your relationship. Jenna Marie says, I was too available. Didn't know this was a problem. Yep, it can definitely be a problem. And you think that it's not a problem because you're doing all these things and you feel really good about yourself doing all of these things and you know how noble and awesome it is. And it is really noble and awesome, but it's not actually what most people need. Most people need some kind of space and they need uh, that scarcity so that they you know, can feel your value because they want to feel like you're valuable as well. It's not, you know, guys don't want to take you for granted. It's, it's part of human nature, right? It works with men and with women, uh, men and women. If you're too available all the time around them and doing everything and all that kind of stuff, they'll end up taking you for granted. It doesn't matter who they are or what, you know, they'll do that because that's part of human psychology. It, it works with everything. It's basic economics. Dorothy says, no booty call here. Good. Terry Field says, I don't sleep and he left. Ghost disappeared. He went back to girlfriend and she broke up three weeks. Now he moved to her town. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why you have to be careful with people who are, are you know, they're just out of a relationship because you know, you get a rebound and then you have somebody else who's already there who's been in their life for a lot longer and has a much bigger emotional connection with that person. And so a lot of people end up getting back with an ex because they find out that when they go into the real world, it's like they don't have that same connection and they're really comfortable then and they got certain needs met and then they jump back into it because they feel like it's not really what is going on there uh, that that they need in the new kind of situations so Barbara says is creating scarcity playing emotional games no it's it's giving somebody room right it's giving somebody room to breathe it's learning about how people work and connecting with them in a way that that they makes them appreciate you even more right and, and it's just it's that's that's how human behavior works, right? Like people appreciate things that, that are in high demand, right? Like they're emotionally connected to and that they want 
but that are scarce, right? And, and it's, it's one of those things where if you're around a person all the time, what ends up happening is they end up taking you for granted and they feel like uh, they, they, there's, a term, there's a term out there. It's like a street term that people use and it's something like get comfortable, right? Like you, you've gotten too comfortable with somebody, right? And, and you start talking to them like you, you don't value them, you don't appreciate them. I used to do Zen meditation back in the day. I did a few years. I was in and out of Zen temples for a few years doing a lot of meditation. And one of the things that they said, one of the, uh, one of the monks said, is he said, if one of the, they, he said that you should always be about three mountains away from your Zen master. And the reason that they, he says things like that is because when you're around somebody, you start like noticing all the ways that they're actually human and, you know, eventually you stop seeing them as kind of this idealized human being, which you don't want to look at, you know, a person as an idealized human being or anything. But the main point is that uh, when, when they're scarce, you see them as a lot more valuable and you see them as uh, kind of this this figure that you want to see them as instead of kind of taking them for granted and uh, doing all that kind of stuff. But no, I, I don't think it's playing emotional games at all. I think that it's it's just, you know, looking at human nature. And I think that there are different phases in relationships, you know, and, and especially in the kind of initial and middle phases of a relationship, you, it's, uh, very healthy to have some space and make sure that you know you're not giving everything to a relationship and you know that you've created some space and you have your own life and you have your own identity that way if something negative happens it doesn't like destroy your world which is what ends up happening a lot of times right so it's not just for him to feel like you're more valuable it's also for you to make sure that you're putting yourself into the best situation possible Dorothy says, we have the best coach ever. Love this community. Awesome. Well, high five. High five to you, Dorothy. I appreciate you being here. And thank you for saying that I am the best coach ever. So Victoria says, I'm in a very unusual relationship where we have very deep feelings towards each other on every level, but we are very far apart from each other. It's a torture to not be able to to not be able together because his country would not let him out here. What should I do? Well, have you actually met this guy before? Is this person a real person that you know and that you've met? If it's not a real person that you know and that you've met, my suggestion is that you be very careful because there are a lot of scams out there and we, we hear about them all the time and make sure that you never give this person any money don't buy them anything, don't pay for anything for them, don't do any of that kind of stuff because that is a scam. And if it's not a scam, which it probably is, but let's say that it's not, my suggestion is that you start meeting and dating other people and find people that are at least in your own country or in a country where you can travel back and forth to and they can travel, he can travel back and forth to and it's not a problem. This whole thing where you're getting into a relationship with a person who's in a country who he can't come to your country and you're not going to his country, that's a big red flag and it's something that you need to look at and make sure that you're not getting into a scam or a sketchy situation. 
CC says, how do I fix him thinking that I'm too young to be attracted to him, yet we're 47 and 61, he's very attractive. Well, if he says things like, you're too young to be attracted to me, it's probably that he's feeling uh, like insecure about his age and the age difference that you two have between you. I, you know, I, there's not a whole lot you can particularly do to make him or fix his thinking, right? He's got to fix his own thinking outside of you just creating kind of a safe space and, and just letting him know from a matter of fact standpoint and not putting a whole bunch of pressure on it, not, you know, pointing it out and talking about it all the time, but just being like, yeah, you know what? I don't care about the age difference. And if you care, then you know, you need to figure that out. And if it's a problem for you, that's fine. Just let me know. And if you come from that standpoint and you say something like that to him, he's far more likely to be like, okay, it's fine. And if he's not, then, you know, it's something that he needs to work through. It's not something that you can fix for him. He, he needs to be able to come through that and figure that out himself. Sue says, are dating websites really the way to go? The answer to that is no. I just got out of a 23-year relationship in January, but not sure if that's the way I want to meet singles. Yeah, I don't think that's the best way to meet singles. It kind of depends on where you live and what's going on in your area and how many people there are in your area and if there are high-traffic kind of areas near you that you can go to where you can meet men uh, without going online. I don't think that the best way is to go online. I know plenty of people who do online dating, who have met great people online, and there are plenty of great guys online. However, you do have to weed out a lot of guys, and you can end up getting jaded, and there's a lot of bad things that happen online, and lots of scammers and stuff like that. And In my opinion, the best way to meet somebody is through is in person and the guys that you will meet in person out and I'm not talking about at bars but out during the daytime are some of the best men that you will meet period and so my opinion is that the best way to meet men is to meet them in the real world and not online although you can do that if you need to create abundance like I talk about in the forever woman program Okay, Tanya says, what do you mean what's going on with you? I don't know, what was that in reference to? Maria says, hi Matt, what do you do if you're in a LDR? I'm talking about different continents. I can't really be scarce if you want to actually see one another. Suggestions on how to get someone living afar to want to pursue you if they feel distance is an obstacle and you are willing to move in a few years. Well, it, you know, like I said, it depends, one, on whether you've actually met this person in real life or not. If you haven't, then I would be very wary of whether this is actually the person that you're talking to is the real person and, you know, all kinds of different things, right? Like you need to, uh, you know, you can actually be scarce, online. You can be scarce in a long distance relationship. You can also connect with each other on a regular basis. 
and you know it's it's not really that big of a deal and so i'm not sure you know your your like suggestions on how to get someone living afar to want to pursue you if they feel distance is an obstacle it's like well why are you trying to make somebody who's long distance you know like what country are you from maria what country are they from have you met them you know what's going on in the relationship how long have you guys been seeing each other there's a lot of questions that i have here you know what kind of a connection do you have if he thinks that it's a really big obstacle you know why are you trying to get him to not think that it's an obstacle you know it it, it is a legitimate obstacle right like you guys you're talking about years from now right you're like in a few years, I might be moving to wherever in the world that you are, maybe, you know, like I would be very concerned about that as well. If I was dating somebody and I didn't want to move and they were like, well, maybe in a few years I might move over there. I'd be like, okay, well, I'll just date other people in the meantime. And if you figure that out, that's great, right? Which is exactly what you should be doing is you should be dating other people and figuring things out with other people and this should be something that's on the back burner because you have no idea whether it's going to work out or not and you're talking about moving to go see somebody and you know like you guys don't live in the same country and I don't even know if you've even met each other before and so that's a there there are a lot of big concerns that I have about your situa- your situation Maria and not a whole lot of answers if you know since you didn't talk about those things in that. So, all right. So Christina says, I struggle with the period after the first date. What type of actions to expect from a good man who is interested? I communicate after I enjoyed myself and then they say the same, but then they go kind of go, um, that, broke off there, Christina. I don't see any more of your question there. But so what type of actions should you expect from a good man who's interested? The type of actions are that he continues to pursue you and that he continues to talk to you and that he tries to meet up with you again and that he wants to go on another date with you, right? So, you know, you should communicate with them. If he tries to communicate with you, you should communicate with him back. But at the same time, you shouldn't try to build relationships over the phone or over messenger or over the internet. You should be like, hey, I would love to meet up with you again. And, uh, you know, if he tries to keep talking to you just over messenger or whatever, you should say, hey, I'm, I don't have a lot of time, but we should, you know, I'd love to meet up with you again. You know, if, if you want to set up another date with me, I'd, you know, I would, that would, I would be absolutely ecstatic about that. That would be wonderful. And if he's interested, he will do that. And if he's not interested or he's only lukewarm interested, he won't do that. And so it really depends on what happened on that date and how he feels about you and what's going on with you. So it's a beautiful day, says the bad girl and the good girl is one whole girl. You don't have to be one or the other. You can be multifaceted in one. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And that's one of the things like I hear a lot of women that are like, you know, just be yourself, right? And, you know, I'm, you know, this person is that way and this person is that way, right? Like, and they kind of niche people into like these small categories where they're like, yeah, you're this one type of person and, 
you know, if if she's insecure, maybe she's an insecure woman. Well, we all have an insecure side of us. We all have a confident side of us. We all have these different sides of us. And so saying that anybody's just this one thing is just absolutely ridiculous, you know, and, and that's one of the challenges that a lot of people have who sit, talk about like, you know, just being yourself and, and, you know, there's kind of two different ways to just be yourself. And I'll talk more about that in another video because it's, I think it's a really important topic. There's one way to talk about just being yourself where you're not, you know, molding yourself into a pretzel to be with a guy. And that's a very good way of looking at it. And there's a bad way of, saying just be yourself, which is, you know, I'm just this one fixed entity and that's it. And a guy should love me for, you know, me being a butthead and if he doesn't screw him, right? And that's a really toxic way of thinking about the idea of just being yourself. Okay, so Dorothy says, I had a guy wanting to date me, but he would only meet me at the park. He kept saying I might be the one, but he was... He also was wanting in my house really bad, wanting sex. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, well, that sounds like a horrible, scary, manipulative guy that you don't want anything to do with. Joe Max says, long-distance relationships, please. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I will be doing... I will be doing that one for you pretty soon, so don't you worry your pretty little face. I'll be... I'll be all over them long-distance relationships, teaching you all about it not too long from now. So just just listen up and watch out. So Dorothy says, he never even took me on a date. He told me I have been alone too long, finding out he was still married. Yeah. Bad situation. Stay away from the married ones. Virginia says, would you stay clear from a newly separated or divorced man? Yeah, I mean, you. it's, it's a challenge because it takes... A long time, especially if he's been married for several years or longer, it takes a while for somebody to like really heal from the relationship and kind of cut off that emotional needs and ties that he had to that relationship. And so I would be very weary of that situation. You don't need to stay clear of it completely, but you might want to kind of look for red flags of him still being attached to his ex. Anytime he might get have really emotionally charged conversations about that person or what's going on or what happened in, in that situation that he left. If he has those kinds of things, that means he's still emotionally attached to his ex, which is a huge red flag because there's a good chance that he might end up going back to his ex. And so you just want to be really aware and just, you know, conscious of what's going on in that situation with him. Amber says, my boyfriend always changes our plans even last minute for one of his, for one friend of his. Makes me feel like a pushover when I just go with the flow, but what do I say without seeming controlling? Well, it depends. Like, what what is it that you that you have a problem with, right? Like, is it that he's changing the plans? Is it that he's not talking to you about changing his plans? Is it about not being one on one with some with him with something, and you wanted to do just something with him, and you thought it was a date night, but now he's including his friends. So it really depends on what the scenario is and what the the problem is for you. 
and then figuring out how you're going to communicate that to him so that he knows what's going on with you and you know having a real clear conversation with him about how that makes you feel. That's that's what you need to do there. So Amal says, why do you think that people need just one safety relationship? Why can't we make multi-relationship for ourselves so we can't get hurt? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying here. Are you saying that you think that people should be polyamorous? You think they should date multiple people at a time and be in open relationships where everybody's open to seeing each other. Uh, It's, you know, I I don't know why you would call it a safety relationship. Some people just like dating one person. Some people just like being in a relationship with one person. Some people like being in a relationship with multiple people and you need to figure out what works for you and then find somebody who's in alignment with your values. That's what you need to do. It's not it just depends on what you want and what they want. And there's no right and wrong for that. But there's things that work and things that don't work. I'm a big fan of monogamous relationships. I prefer one person to one person. I think there's a lot of things that are healthy about that. I think there's a lot of things that are good for society about that. So it's really up to you what you believe and think. Lisa. So Lisa Lot says, I wrote a guy that I need a serious talk with him. An answer promised the day before. He writes back four minutes later while we both are at work that he will call in one hour. Does he care then? <laughs> that is a strange question and I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Is it, are you are you within that one hour? Did you guys have the call? Did you have a conversation? It's it's kind of a weird kind of a weird question that you're asking there. You know, I don't wanna discourage you from asking any questions because, you know, I don't think that there's necessarily a dumb question out there. But I will say that's a little bit of a strange question. So Jenna Marie says, I wrote the goodbye email in the your program and he replied saying i'm in his heart and said we will go for lunch after new year's it will be after the 21 days with no contact i hope this works he's definitely been looking at all my facebook stories almost immediately after i post i'm starting to think he is missing me there's good chance why we do the no contact there Victoria says, it's a real person. We've met and fell in love. How about scarcity? Yep, cool. Yeah, create scarcity. That's what you should do. Go and get my Forever Woman program at theforeverwomanformula.com and use scarcity like I talk about in the program. Karen says, I'm learning a lot from you. I've been in a friends with benefits relationship for four and a half years and I understand where I am made mistakes but i also see now that it may not be everything i thought it was yep cc says thank you so much you are welcome nikki says pop i was married 15 years and just recently found out he was having an affair online for five years while i was traveling the country in search of a cure for our terminal kids wow that's sounds horrible Some men are not fixable, they are just selfish, no matter the age. 
well, you shouldn't be trying to fix any men ever, right? Men can fix themselves, but you're not going to be fixing men. So just don't, just don't do that. DJ says, I agree. Online is difficult and lots of scammers, hookup artists. Yep. It's true. Sharon says, I've been seeing someone for six months and has recently ghosted me for three weeks now. I reached out with a text a week ago and nothing. I'm not going to overreact, so I just decided to mirror. Yeah, what you should be doing is getting my program, the Forever Woman Formula, and going through that program and doing exactly what I talk about in that program. That way... You're in the, the, what that program's designed to do is number one, it's designed to help you get into the best situation you possibly can. So it's, it's kind of like a safety net, right? It, it teaches you how to be in the best situation so you don't end up getting your heart broken. It's also sets you up for success so that men start chasing you and following you and, uh, investing in you and trying to commit to you and usually there's a huge difference between women who aren't using the program and women that are using the program and it you can usually tell which ones are which because of the way that they talk right and the ones that aren't using the program usually say things like there's this one dude and you know I'm just going to do all these things with him and try to you know manipulate him and usually the women that have used the program are like yeah you know I've got a whole bunch of guys and they're all like which one should I be dating and you know which I got this one guy who wants to marry me but I'm not really sure about him you know should should I go with him if I'm not really sure about you know it's a different conversation that women are having and I can usually tell very very quickly which women are using the forever woman program because they're women that have different problems they have better problems and so my suggestion Sharon is that you go and start using that program because it's it it can totally change your entire life and definitely your relationships. Sue says, "Thanks Matt, that's how I feel about the websites too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Sue. Merry Christmas to you, Sue." Tanya Ford says, "You said to tell them what's going on with you. I am asking for more details." as to information to be shared. Oh, I'm talking about communicating like, so are you saying to tell them where your needs are not being met? I think what you're asking about is when you're, when you're giving them space and communicating with them what's going on with you, which basically what that means is that when I talk about giving space and creating scarcity, what I'm talking about is creating a life. Right? So you're creating a life that is has abundance and that you know you're passionate about and that you love. And so you need to communicate with him what's going on in your life and how you're getting involved in these different things because if you just disappear, all of a sudden he's gonna be like, What's going on here? Right? And and absolutely you should be you shouldn't be communicating you know, where your needs are not being met, but communicating what things that you'd like, you know, that make you feel loved and that make you feel attracted to him and make you feel all these kinds of things. Because when you communicate it from that standpoint, a guy's more likely to want to step up and fulfill those things than he is if you're like, you're not meeting my needs and you're like nagging him and, you know, attacking him for things that he's not doing. 
so Clicks Madre says, do any of you do one-on-one coaching? Yeah, I do one-on-one coaching. Helena does one-on-one coaching. Valerie does one-on-one coaching. My coaching is really expensive though. And so my suggestion is that you go to the foreverwomanformula.com and get my program first. Because if you come to do coaching with me and you haven't gone through my program yet, and this happens all the time, is, you know, I'll talk to a woman and she's, and I'm like, hey, have you, you know, and, and she'll start asking me questions and I'm like, have you gone through my program yet? You know, and, and if she hasn't, some of the time I'll end up spending a bunch of time explaining things from the program to her because she hasn't gone through it yet. And my coaching is really expensive. So my suggestion is that you go and go through the program first before you get coaching with me because, that way I'm not spending that time teaching you what's in the program. So go get the Forever Woman first, the foreverwomanformula.com. And then if you want to get coaching from me, you can go to my website at commitmentconnection.com and check out the coaching tab and you can get coaching with me there if you want to. Joy says, I have dated a guy... I really like a few times this year. Last month, I canceled a date with him twice. He got really upset and hurt and wouldn't ask me out again. Yep. It's not surprising to me at all. (laughs) I finally got him to go out on a date a few weeks ago. We had a great time. Now he has kind of gotten quiet. He will respond to my calls and texts, but he is not initiating calls or texts. What's going on? Well, something else has become his priority, and you are no longer his priority. That's, that is what ended up happening. And so, you know, I don't know what ended up happening on the date or how he felt about it or how he feels about you. All I know is that something else is going on that's pulling him away from having conversations with you and it's either because one, he's not interested or two, there's something that's more important that's sucking up his time or it could also be three, that he feels like you're playing games with him or something like that and so he decided that he doesn't really want to be a part of that because of that. So it's probably one of three different things and it's hard for me to tell because there's not a lot of details about how he feels or how he reacts or what he said. So Adrian says, my year-long boyfriend sucks at texting and replying and he admits it. When we are away from each other, he reaches out, but when I respond to him, he doesn't always text back from that. How do I not overthink? How you don't overthink is by refocusing your thoughts on something else so that you're not sitting around obsessing over what's going on with him. That's what you do. Nikki says, how can someone private message you? Well, you can private message me, but if you're going to be asking me about your situation, I'm not going to be answering it. If you want me to coach you, you can get a coaching call with me from my coaching tab on my website or if you want we have you can have one of my coaches help you out uh, if you join our program if you join the foreverwomanformula.com there's a coaching forum that's a part of that if you decide that you want to 
uh, be a part of our community, then you can have conversations with our coach, who is a great coach. Her name's Melissa. She'll help you out, and she will. Uh, she's great, and she knows what she's doing. And if you have questions about your situation and you want a coach to help you out and you just want it to be over Messenger, that's the best way to do it. She doesn't do it over Messenger, but she does do it over a private coaching forum. So if I were you, I would go check that out. So Ashton says, is it leaning forward to send happy holidays WhatsApp? He broke up with me. Too much work. Yes. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. I said I understand, not mad at him, but something, the conversation, no contact since a month. Yeah, I mean, sending a happy holidays on WhatsApp, it's like, you know, why are you doing that, right? You're doing it for a reason, and my suggestion is that you forget the happy holidays, and instead what you do is you follow the system if you are following my system about getting your ex back. So if you are following the system, my suggestion is that you continue to follow the system. If you're not following the system, you can either go and get the uh, restart your relationship program or or not. That's that's the suggestion. That is the suggestion. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I get a lot of women that come to me and, you know, they're in kind of all these difficult situations where you know they're not sure what to do with men and you know there's there's a uh, you know we're in this age of the hookup culture right and you want to attract a man who loves you and who sees you and who cherishes you into a committed lasting relationship you know but men keep pulling away disappearing or they just want hookups because they're in the hookup culture right now and you know there there's lots of different challenges and problems you end up getting attached to a guy and you don't really know what he wants or he doesn't want what you want or any of those kinds of things and so if you're having a hard time with dating and men you know it's it's really not your fault you know don't beat yourself up about it we live in a culture that encourages superficial relationship and discourages anything meaningful. And I believe that there's a better way for men and women to get into and stay in committed relationship that's, that lasts, right? And, and that's why I put together a proven path for, that will help you get into the relationship that you've always wanted to have. And it's called the Forever Woman and you can get it at theforeverwomanformula.com. I understand what it's like to, to feel like keeping someone in my life is almost impossible. If, if you've heard anything about my story, you, you know my challenges that I've had. And uh, I know what it's like to try a whole bunch of different things and none of them seem like they're working. I've been there. I've done that. I've worked with lots and lots of women who have been there and done that. And I've helped lots of women switch from feeling like they're hopeless and they're stuck to attracting great men into committed relationships where they're absolutely loved and they're cherished and they feel like they're amazing, important women to these men. And many of them have ended up getting married as a result of it. 
And so, you know, there's a there's kind of three three parts to this plan that that you need to make sure that you're putting yourself in. One is believing in your own value, two is positioning yourself in value, and three is communicating your value. And so if you're interested in doing those things, make sure that you click the link above or below this or go to the foreverwomanformula.com and just watch the video on that page and then sign up for my free course, The Forever Woman Program. And if you get The Forever Woman Program and you use the principles that are in it, you will attract a man who loves and cherishes you. He'll pursue you for a committed, lasting relationship. You'll do less work. You'll feel like you're doing less and you'll feel appreciated and valued a whole lot more by your man. And if you don't, uh, you know, if you continue to con- do the same things that you've always done, you'll continue to get the same results that you've always gotten. You'll stay stuck in your problems and challenges with men. You'll feel like you're doing everything in a relationship only to be taken for granted, have guys pull away and eventually disappear on you. And you'll wonder if you're ever going to get into the relationship that you've always wanted to have. And my And what I have to say is that you can. You can get into a great relationship. I believe that you can get into a great relationship. You just need to make sure that you're putting yourself in a great position. You believe in your value and that you're communicating your value. And so if you want, go check out the foreverwomanformula.com. Thank you so much for being here today. You are the best part of our community. We have the best women in the world as part of our community. Thank you so much for trusting in me to be a part of your journey and helping you create the love life that you've always wanted to have. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. And I will speak with you again soon. So thank you so much. 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 You so much.